What's up? How's it going? You had a good week. I had a pretty good week. I hope you had a good week. I tried something new. That's what made this week really good. I tried something new. Broke the cycle. I didn't realize how great it is to kind of just break the cycle sometimes. Because don't get me wrong, I love doing stand-up. I love just, you know, all about it. I want to go after it. And I have all these goals and things I want to do with it. And, you know, I, I pray to God that, you know, those things happen, you know, if it's in his will. But at the same time, it's so hard. People don't think of the negative sides of things that you really love to do, whether it's a career or, you know, job choice or whatever it may be. It's like wh- whatever you're doing right now, there are hard parts in it. And it's nice just to break that cycle sometimes and just get away from it for a second and try something new. Because you, when you're trying something new, no one expects anything of it. You're like, oh, hey, I've never done this before. They're like, oh, that's cool. Well, you're, you're learning. So there's no expectations with it. You're just going there, having fun, and just seeing where it takes you. So I encourage you, if you haven't tried something new in a while, dude, go try something new this week. Go for it. You want to go bull riding. If you, you know, run for governor. Okay, go hike a mountain. Go try something new. Go swimming. I mean, I think that's probably not new for a lot of people. Maybe for some people, swimming has not been in their lives. So go try something new. And break that cycle because it just feels good. It helps you get out of that cloudy aspect of just, you know, because you, if you weren't, you're, whenever you're in that revolving door of life, it can get you. It can really get you when you're in that revolving door of just everyday things. And so shout out to that special person that broke me out of my cycle and asked me to do a Bob Ross painting with them and step out and break that cycle. So shout out to that special person. They know, they know who they are. They know who they are. They needed, they needed somebody uh, to be with them and paint a Bob Ross painting or they wanted somebody to paint with. And so I tried art for the first time in a long time. Long, I think the last time I've ever done art was in elementary school. And elementary school art is a completely different type of art. Because whenever you're a kid, you're not making art for yourself. You're not making art to be better. You're making art for mom and dad. You're making it because you want that awesome reaction whenever you get home and you have your little art that you made that day in class. And you present it to them and their faces are just like, wow. I have, this is the most beautiful thing I have ever seen. And then you get put on the refrigerator for the whole world to see. When you get put on the refrigerator, oh, it's the pedestal. It's the throne. It's like your heart is just melting because you're like, wow, my art made it to the refrigerator like my parents loved what I did and so you're encouraged by it and that's what they do and that's the last time I ever did art because you know like that's um it it was just different it's a different type of art I remember a coffee mug that I made like art as a kid man it just oh I had a coffee mug that I made for my mom because she loves coffee. She was one of those, she's a heavy, big coffee drinker. She's a coffeeholic. 
and she has to have at least four cups of coffee before she gets out of bed. A bad day, maybe six. And so she has to have her coffee. And so I thought, I was like, you know what, I'm going to make her a, a coffee mug. And I don't know if schools do this anymore, but they let us play with, my school let us play with clay whenever I was younger. And we get to mold the clay into, uh, you know, different kind. We made different things with the clay, but I remember just one time making a coffee mug out of the clay. And it was just the whole time I was making it, I was like, man, she's going to be so happy. I, I took a toothpick and I drew in the side of it, mom. But I had spelling problems, so it came out wow. And then she, then the teacher would take it and put it in the kiln. And I'm so excited. I'm like dancing. I'm like, oh, yo, come on, take it out, take it out. I want to take this home. When is it going to be ready? She's like, it'll be ready tomorrow. And you're like, ah, oh. but you're so excited to go home and you come back to school the next day and it's ready. And then they put it in a newspaper and they just fold in all these little newspapers and you're just carrying it with you all day. And you just can't wait to get it home. I couldn't wait to get it home. Because I, I just couldn't wait to see the reaction on my mom's face. I take it home. I give it to her. She opens it. She's like, oh, Dawson, you made this coffee mug for me. And I was like, yes, I made that coffee mug for you, mom. And it wasn't perfect by any means because it's art from a kid. It never had to be good. It could be the trashiest art on the planet. It always was the trashiest art on the planet. Kids' arts are not good. It's not. It's just, just to be honest. There could be those rare few kids that can, you know, they're just like gifted early on. You already know that their art is going to be a part of their lives. But as for the grand majority of kids, you're like, okay, this art is not great. But we got to encourage them and pretend that it's so great. And it's just something about that where like I knew, like from my perspective, it was the best mug ever. But from my mom's perspective, oh, it's it was a uh, it was chaos. I know the the outsides were all pokey. It was like a, it was like a cactus when my mom was gripping it, the gripping the mug. It was all, you know, it was not smoothed out at all. And I wanted her to drink her first cup of coffee that morning out of that mug, but there were so many sharp points on it. And I went over there, she went over there, made her a cup of coffee, came back, and I just saw as she was like gripping, like trying to grip the cup and without it hurting her. And then she just put it to her lips. And as the cup is cutting her lips and, and blood is going down her face, she's just like trying to squeeze uh, out just a little bit of words as she's holding back her tears. Just, oh, Dawson, this is uh, the best cup of coffee I've ever had. And I'm just oozing with joy because it was something I created. And, and she enjoyed it. But I mean, I just, that making art as a kid, man, it's just, it's different because what age does it get to a point where you stop lying to your kids? That's what, that's what it made me think about. I, I don't know about having kids in the future. I don't know what my future holds, but all I know is, is, is I need to know, I need someone to tell me like what, when is the age of when you're supposed to stop telling your kids that their art is actually great when it's not? Or what they do is great when it's, they need more practice in it. Okay? 
When is that age where you can look at your kid in the face and just be like, look, this is not going on the refrigerator. This is, this is not worthy of the refrigerator, okay? You got some work to do. Yeah, that is trash. Complete trash. That is not going on the refrigerator. You got to practice. When, when do you announce that? When is that fine line? of uh, parenting and I don't know when it flipped with my mom or in my dad but I'm pretty sure my dad broke it because if I haven't touched art in a long time I would assume it got broken to me pretty early and it was probably after that coffee mug of hey Dawson (laughs) I'm sorry but your art sucks it does I'm sorry, Dawson. We, we got to break it to you. But it's just not happening. We can't put you on the fridge anymore. We can't pretend. We can't. We can't let you live on going through your whole life, letting you think that your art is so amazing when it's really not. So when do you break it to the kid? I don't know. But, you know, break it to him sooner or later. Break it to them sooner or later, I guess. But yes, I, I dabbled in the art this week. Painting is the, the art form that I did. It's right behind me. If you're watching on YouTube, I I'm I'm proud of it. I'm proud of I'm proud of how I turned out. You know, the Bob Ross. I mean, I followed along with the that's that's what I was doing. I was following along with Bob Ross and trying my best to keep up with him. That guy, if I don't know if you've ever followed Bob Ross before. Or got to experience uh, of how quick this guy just starts painting. But he has this soft, soothing voice. And he encourages you like, oh man, we're about to get into this painting. And it's going to be so nice and whatever. And you feel so encouraged by it at the very beginning. Because you're like, oh okay, I can definitely make whatever he's about to paint. Wrong. No, it's not going to happen. Bob Ross is going to show you. He pulls out tools that you've never seen before. He pulls out a, a peanut butter, uh, like a butter knife, and he just starts, you know, just throwing paint on there on on the canvas. And he he pulls out all these other utensils that I've never seen before. All these different styles of brushes and these colors that he's telling me to mix. He's over here. Oh, let's just add a tree. I'm like, dude, we're still on the clouds. You're already on the trees. I'm over here trying to move make my i haven't even added blue to the background yet can we slow down is there a is there a slower can we i mean i guess just the best way to do uh do a bob ross painting for a beginner is i guess just put it on slow-mo and maybe that will help but it's just absolutely nuts how that guy can create just a work of art in 30 minutes he create just a whole amazing painting in 30 minutes and it started out where I was kind of like going with the flow with it. And then I slowly was like, okay, well, I mean, I'm just going to have to start just throwing things together and just praying that they work. But this is what happened. This is how it turned out. So, um, I, uh, I don't know. I, I'm pretty proud of it. You know, I, uh, for not be not painting since elementary school, you know, you, you got to be proud of yourself sometimes. And that's, that's definitely, 
uh, going on the refrigerator. That's that's going on the refrigerator type art right there. Okay, that's going on the refrigerator type art. And um, I don't know. I've asked. Uh, I've sent the picture of my art to most people, and uh, my, I think my mom's seen it and she like liked it and stuff. But I know somebody that I can call right now, and they will tell me <laughs> straight up if they think that art is if it's good or not. I know somebody I can call right now and ask them for their opinion of this art. And I'm uh, right now, I'm just going to go for it. I'm really proud of it. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to call my grandmother. Right now, I'm going to call her. Let me see where she's at. Where is her phone number? I'm going to call my grandmother real quick. And... I'm going to ask for her opinion on my art because I'm proud of it. And I tried something new. So let's go for it. Pardon the interruption. I just got a couple announcements to make. If you like and enjoy this podcast, please show that in the form of liking, subscribing, commenting, even sharing with your friends and family would be much appreciated. Also, linked in the description will be a link to my website. There, you'd find more information about myself. You'd find more information about future comedy shows. And even you would find links of different ways that also you can show more support of my podcast and my comedy, such as a link to my Patreon. There, I've only posted a couple of videos. I just started it, but there will be exclusive content ranging from me vlogging, rollerblading around bus stop to bus stop, to even exclusive never-before-seen podcast episodes that you can only find on my Patreon only. But thank y'all so much uh, for supporting the podcast and supporting my comedy. I love y'all. God bless. Hello? Awesome. Yes. <laughs> can can you hear you me? Doing? I I am uh currently making a podcast. You are? I am? Yes. <clears throat> really? Doing what? Well, I I wanted to call you during it because I had a question to ask you. What? So, okay. I <laughs> I dabbled into a new hobby. Or not, it's not really a hobby, but I just tr- tried something new this week. I tried uh, art, uh, painting, for like the first time since like elementary school. So I'm going to send you a picture of it, and I want you to give me your honest opinion. Now, are you telling me the truth? What, that I, that I painted this? Yeah. I think you'll be able to tell really quick that I painted this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think there'll be any shadow of a doubt. You'll be like, okay, yeah, he's telling the truth. But no, I was, I was trying to Bob Ross painting with somebody and they wanted, uh, they wanted me to do Bob Ross paintings with them. And so I was like, all right, cool. So I, uh, I did it and, um, I just wanted to send it to you and get your honest reaction. Okay. All right. So let me send it to you. Let me send it to you real quick. Um, what time, what time is it where I'm at? Uh-huh. It's nine forty six. I thought it was earlier there. Okay. Because it 
seven, I guess, 746 here, which is fine. I'm awake anyway, but uh, dang, it must be like five o'clock. I thought it was earlier going toward California than it was going from New York, but I'm going backwards on this. Are you seeing the thing to me right now? Yeah, I, I just sent it. Okay. What is that thing you growing on your chin? <laughs> What'd you say? What is that thing you're growing on your chin? It's it's called a uh it's called a beard. It's called becoming a man. <laughs> it's not you. It looks like I don't know what it looks like. But like oh Dawson, you're just too good looking to have that. What? <laughs> I you know what? I I was actually kinda of proud of this as well, but <laughs> Cause you can because you could grow one. Well, okay, I was you know how it started? I was tired of shaving every couple of days and now it turned into this and you know what? Actually, I've got nothing but compliments about it. Really? You're lying. I I think mom's the only other one that actually has had a problem with it. You know what? Actually, I would like to hear from other people too if if they like it or not. <laughs> I I'm, well, some that's, my, what you, that's what you should do is take a uh, uh, what's it called? Census? No. Uh, take a poll. Poll, yeah. Take a poll and uh, see. Let's see what they say. Uh, Dawson, you're so cute. And what is that thing on the end of your chin? I swear. It's uh, and, it's adulting. <laughs> well, I call it revolting. Oh wow! Wow, <laughs> roasting me. That was me. just something I made up because. Kind of fit in that place right now. How come you didn't? I didn't get the thing. You did. I sent you a picture of it. I already sent it to you. No, no, no. The, the thing, the whatever it is. Oh, it is. Maybe it is. Dawson, I had a heart. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Okay, let me look at this. Yeah, it is. It's a heart. You paint that. <laughs> I did paint that. Wow, Dawson. What do you think? I said it's cool. I, I thought. He can't draw. I mean, he can't paint, but you can. Wow, I'm impressed. I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna. Uh, I didn't know actually how you were gonna react. So, I just wanted okay, to. Now tell me. Uh, to me, it look what's what is what do you think that is? It looks like it's a reflection in the water. Oh. The top. Uh. -huh. That yeah, that's what it is. It's a reflection in the water. Are you talking about you the, little, the little white spot? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll be danged. There we go. Who would have fucked it? No. I, I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> have. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I can draw is flies. Is flies? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I thought the only thing I could draw was stick figures for the longest time, but I guess... <laughs> I guess I dabbled into this painting thing, and so I might keep how, doing it. How big is this picture? I think 18 by 24. Wow, pretty good size. I know. I, I you, Wow. You know who Bob Ross is, right? I do. So, yeah, that we've I followed along with him. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm, aren't you impressed that I knew what that was? Well, I, I mean, he's around your age, right? I don't know. Or he, or I don't, is, I don't, yeah, I don't think Bob Ross is around anymore, so, now. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Well, I mean, 
I don't know. Okay, so he. Well, whatever, whatever, whatever video I was watching, I was like, oh, he he would be similar age to my grandmother. Oh. He's some sort of. So would you you so would you put that on your refrigerator? Yes, I would. All right. Well, there we there we go. Oh, you put it above your... Oh, I would get put above your fireplace? The painting? Wow. Man. Well, I'm impressed that you did that, Dawson. Well, I might just need to take... I need to just might need to take it to a coffee shop and just put it up there. Oh, that would be really neat. <laughs> should, should, I, should I put it in a coffee shop? Sure. There we... <laughs> That, that, there we go. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go put it in a coffee oh, shop. Well, fantastic. I think that's great. Well, I, I'm just so... You know, that my your grandma, my mother, my mother, Nanny, you know, my mother, Joe, her grand, her mother was an artist. And next time I go down to Deanne's house, I would, she had a stroke and it paralyzed the whole right side of her body. And she was right-handed. And after she got better, she never could use her right hand again. She started painting with her left hand. And she then has a round canvas that Mima, that's what we called her, she painted these swans floating on a lake with the lily pads and stuff. It's beautiful. And she was in her 70s, I think, when she painted it. And so I'll take a picture of it. It's hanging in Deanne's entry hall. And I'll take a picture of it and send it to you so you can see where you got the talent. Oh wow. So you're saying yeah. so you're saying if I ever had a stroke in my right hand I would be able to switch to my left? Yes. <laughs> Let's go. That's I just, I just think how good you'd be. <laughs> well there we go. Hey, at this point I might just start trying to draw with my feet. <laughs> you know, there, what is that woman's name that, you know, she got, she was a Christian and she, I don't know how she got paralyzed, but she, her upper body was paralyzed and she uh, started painting with her feet. Joyce Myers? Almost, maybe. Maybe that was it. Yeah, I think it was Joyce Myers. Yeah. It was probably. I don't remember what her name was, but uh, anyway, well, I'm impressed. I am. You come by naturally on your on your grandmother's side of the family. You know, Deanne paints and. Well, mom did art. Really? Well, she she at least said she did. She I mean she said that she could have went to the Art Institute of Dallas. Really. I don't. I don't know. That's what she told me. So that's like that's that's what I'm going on the basis of. So she says she knew how to draw. Well, I've been Well, I never knew anything. I never saw her draw, but that doesn't mean she can't. She said I never knew it. Yeah, I might be. I might be exposing some beef. I didn't know. <laughs> I did. I I didn't know. <laughs> maybe it was like a. Maybe it was like a secret she had. I guess because I, I've never heard this in my life, so I'm shocked. But hey, I wish she, she obviously didn't keep any of it or anything. I guess. Uh, who knows? I don't know. But all I know is, is like, uh, 
I might go to art school now at this point. <laughs> hey, you might be a, uh, what do you call it? A, um, shoot, can't think of the word. Anyway, this hidden talent you've got is coming to the surface. And uh, it's cool. So do, you just you just made that up in your mind, right? I didn't make that painting up in my mind. Bob Ross was painting it and I was trying to follow along. Oh, <laughs> You asked me if I knew who he was, but I didn't realize that you were uh, copying his work. <laughs> okay, he started from scratch, okay? You don't realize how fast he is. He's quick. And so, and he was using a lot of tools that I'd never seen before in my life, so I I was just going for it. So, okay, I was impressed. Yeah. Now, is this, is this uh, oil paint? No, it's uh, acrylic. That's the word. Oh, okay. No, oil paint, I don't know. I always just heard it was toxic. Well, I didn't know about that, but I know it's really hard to work with. It's not forgiving. It's, you can't make a mistake and then kind of mess around with it and correct it. It's What you do is what you do, and you can't undo it. But I, I think that's with most art. Well, no. Like watercolor, if you mess up with watercolor, you can kind of slop it around and make it into something else. You can, but um, acrylic paint, I think, it's, it's so thick that you can't paint over it. Watercolor, you can paint over it and you know, black it out or white it out or whatever. No, I, I don't know. But who, who know, who, what's up? Uh, how's your work at the camp or whatever that was at your garden? Oh, it's good. Oh, yeah, working at the camp. Oh, it's, it's going pretty good. It's about to come to an end. Yeah. Well, school's getting ready to start, right? Yeah, so I'm about to do the after-school program. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. And how's your job going? I, I mean, it's good. Like, I mean, like, it's just going to transfer over to the after-school program. Oh, you did? It's it's about to. Oh, are you? Is that good or bad? It is. That's what it just transitions over. Oh, hey, nice. So, like, it turns from a summer camp to a after-school program. Gotcha. Well, that's neat. Hmm. How you liking your church? Still liking it? Oh, I love it. I went there this Sunday. Well, I thought you went every Sunday. Oh, I did, but like, I mean, I like it enough to keep going. Oh, <laughs> good. Good. Well, that's good. And how's the situation with your uh, apartment? I the apartment's good. Uh, you know, I'm in the living room now, and you know we're making it work. I upgraded. You upgraded? Well, I thought you were in the living room to start with. No, I upgraded from sharing a room to now living room. Oh, oh! It was your having privacy, do you? I, uh, I I have a little bit more than I did. Really? Well, yeah, it's kind of nice not to wake up next to somebody. Oh, yeah, well, that's... Well, for two guys, it would not be... It's not bad to wake up with somebody. Have you ever, what? Have you ever like, lived in the same room with somebody that you really don't know that well, and then you'll wake no. up at the same time and make eye contact? <laughs> no, it, I'm not. <laughs> it's, it's quite an experience, so I count the living room as an upgrade. Uh, I got you. Uh, okay, and when I saw that 
take when you were you're are you roller rollerblading or are you riding a bike? I'm rollerblading. Okay, that's what I thought. Look, it, I couldn't see you know like past your chest, but just by the way you were moving, I thought you were rollerblading. How far were you skating rollerblading? How far do I? Uh-huh. Oh, it it all depends. So I'll take the bus to. Uh, you won't know the roads, but like I take the bus to another bus stop, and then from that bus stop, I rollerblade twenty minutes to my work, and then <laughs> after work, I will rollerblade uh, another thirty minutes to another bus stop that will take me back to the apartment. Lord. So I'll, I'll rollerblade about an hour a day. Well, your little toothpick legs are probably getting muscles in them. Well, hopefully they're doing something because I've already gotten comments online about how my legs are so skinny. Yeah, wait, you've always had, you've always been skinny, Dawson. And that's what I, I tried to explain to them. They, they, <laughs> see, people don't listen. They, they, they think that I just don't eat or something. Yeah. You've been a scrounger. Well, you, when you were like two, you weren't. But after that, you you know, you've always been so skinny. But I was, you know, this people made the kids at school made fun of me my whole life because I was so 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 skinny. And so you took that part. I regret I regret telling you, but uh, you took it after your grandmother. Skinny, skinny, skinny. But you know, they couldn't tell if I was coming or going because my boobs had developed, and they didn't know that was my my my. Uh, uh, Back of front, coming or going. Just my face was on one side of my body. That's how they could tell. Are you are you trying to explain to me your puberty right now? No, not really. No, 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 no. It's sad. You don't want to hear that story. <laughs> it was it was it was sad. Well, mine was just as sad. I graduated at 117. So pounds. Pounds, yes. No ounces. No, I wanted to weigh a hundred. When I graduated from high school, and I weighed 98. Wow. Man, I could, like I said, no boobs, no waist, no butt, no nothing. No nothing. Just zip, zipper. Well, that's what they called me in high school, zip. Oh, wow. It was my, my nickname because I look like a zipper. And Daniel was only two years younger than me, so she had these big boobs and tiny little waist and cute hips. I hated her. <laughs> <laughs> but then after she had Casey, she was always kind of chubby. Well, after I had five kids, I wasn't, you know, I was pretty slender. So I got back at her finally. I had to wait about 45 years, but, you know, it came through there, eventually. There we go. Yeah. Um, I tried to call Savannah several times. And have you talked to her? Savannah? Uh, I. I, I've talked to her a little bit, but, I mean, she's pretty busy. Yeah. Is she still in Texas with her boyfriend? I don't know what she's up to. Um, oh. I think she's in Magnolia right now, finishing up the school year. Oh, wait. Huh? Or, no, she's about to start school. Yeah. Okay. That's what I, I thought. This summer, I, one of the things is I thought your mother was upset because she was going to go and stay with her boyfriend's parents. Um, that could have not happened, you know. I don't, I don't know that. But yeah, I know she's starting. It, she should be about two weeks out from starting back to school. But she, oh no, no. 
today, uh, Monday, Edmund, no, 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 today's 31st. Um, so she's got about another three or four weeks before school starts, I well, think. Well, there you go. Well, you know, my thoughts don't usually come true. So <laughs> I could be out of the ballpark completely. Well, there. Um, have you found a girlfriend? We're going to stop you right there. <laughs> I have not, and okay. so, and so, we're we're gonna we're gonna I guess keep me in your prayers I guess, um, and in that You're instance. In my prayers all the time, Dawson. What? Oh, I oh I know. Um, Are you looking for a girlfriend? I, you know. Don't look. God's timing. Hey, listen. Let me tell you. Don't look till you'll find one. Don't look at it. Yeah, you'll find one. Well, it'll just fall out in front of you in the face. But when you're looking, you just won't find one. Well, if that happened, I would be pretty scared. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You don't know whether to give her CPR or call the police, but she's a stalker. Hey, <laughs> exactly. I, uh, I almost had a thought. That's terrifying. I don't know why I was going to tell you, but, but I don't know. Well, but hey, I'll I'll call you tomorrow, and hey, uh, y- yes, I I will call you tomorrow, and, and we can talk more. Okay, where are you right now? I'm in the bathroom. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> so you took your grandmother to the to the bathroom with you. That's how close we are. Yes, that's <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, okay. Call me tomorrow. Okay. All right. I love you. I'll talk to you later. I love you too, sweetie. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, look at that. Let me put these headphones back on. Whew. I'm telling you, if uh, anytime I just need to kill some time on a podcast, I can just call my grandmother. Man, she uh, can talk forever. And so that's just a little bit of a loop of uh, what it's like to call my grandma. Uh, she she can, man they they talk about death like it's nothing. If you could tell, it's she. Every time I call her, it's always a new friend that's passed away or just something crazy has happened, and she'll she'll be like, oh yeah, I, I now play uh, a game with so and so now because oh yeah, she passed away, so she can't play. Uh, cards anymore and which sucks because now we're down a player okay why does she have to die so soon we're about to go to the tournament and so so now we have to find a new player you know we have to find like a new player every week to play these card games to go to tournaments and they just keep dying on us and so yeah she talks about death like it's nothing and so Sometimes it kind of catches me off guard because I'm like, is this like emotionally wrecking you at all? And I don't, and I don't think it's just her. I think it's all old people in general. I think they just talk about death and like that. They're just, they just hit a certain age where it's just like normal. And it just, from my perspective, I'm like, if I talked about death that much, I would be getting depressed. I would have to go see somebody, get some help, seek a therapist out. And someone told me or talked to me about that about death that much. But there you go. My grandma liked my art, which is pretty cool. So uh, there's a little bit of my grandma. And uh, I can kind of, you know, you can kind of see now where I can get a little bit of my sarcasm and 
in our jokes. And also you get to see if how many times I have to repeat myself of different conversations that we've had. I'm like, hey, I've told you this. I've told you this before. But there you go. That's uh, good old nanny. Good old nanny. So maybe maybe if, uh, if you like her, uh, we'll have her back on the pod again. So just let me know. Uh, and we might have other little family members or friends that I'll, I'll call and stuff and just have a good conversation with. I don't know. It was, it was kind of nice because I didn't, you know, I didn't plan, I didn't plan that, but I haven't showed her my art yet. I just wanted to see what she would say because she is blunt and honest. If she didn't like it, she didn't like it. If she likes it, she likes it. So she said she would put it above her fireplace, which to an old person, that's like, the supreme almighty of you did a great job is if they would put something over their fireplace. So that's my art. Uh, I guess at this point I'm going to have to go to a coffee shop and put uh, a selling price on it. I wonder if I could sell this, but you know what, with the memories behind it, I'm not going to, but I do kind of want to go to a coffee shop and see if I could put it up real quick and, and see if I can get anything from it. Uh, that would be, that would be kind of interesting. I mean, she said she, I, I should put it at a coffee shop, but I don't know. That's very interesting. I shout out to uh, shout out to Nanny. That's uh, that is my grandmother. But uh, man, where are we at now? What what else is there to talk about? Oh, yes, I have been at a high school for. I, this is something that just popped into my memories because. There'll be every so often like Instagram will throw you like a story from the past or whatever. And I just thought about how long it's been since I've been out of high school. I've been out of high school for almost five years now, which is insane. I never, to me, I'm like, wow, five years is nuts. I can't, I can't believe it's been that long. And that's like halfway to my high school reunion. And it just made me think I'm about if I would ever go to my high school reunion, I'm not, I'm not going to my high school reunion. There's just no way I'm not going to my high school reunion. It's it's just not, it's not going to happen. I just feel like it'd be awkward. It'd be awkward. Just a bunch of people you never talked to. You haven't talked to in years. You just know them in high school and they just awkwardly just show up and you're just there now. They're just like, Oh, what's up? They start calling you by your high school nickname. Yo, what's up? Iggs? What's up, Iggs? How's it been? How you doing? Are you good? Especially in my small town, because half of them stayed in that same small town. So all their kids and stuff, they're going to end up going to that same high school that we all graduated from and so on. So they're just in that small town mentality, like, oh, what's up? Oh, thanks for being, oh, hey, man. You doing good? Things been good? Someone calling me? No, no one's calling me. Oh, I thought... I thought my grandma was trying to call me again and she always, she always, that, that's the, the last little bit about us calling and she's like, oh, you never call me. You never call me. Oh, I call her all the time, but she just forgets that we call and then she'll say, oh, it's been like a month since the last time we called. I'm like, no, it's not been a month. I called you last week. So I just thought she'd call me again because she forgot that we've had a conversation and it'd just be a whole cycle again. But anyways, no, it, it was, it was nothing, nothing. But yeah, high school reunion, it's going to be weird. It just be, I mean, what do you talk about? I just, it just feels weird to me to go back 
and be around people you just don't talk to anymore. Because the people you keep up with is the people you're going to keep up with. And you're going to hang around them. You don't need a high school reunion to go back to. And also people that like are people that didn't graduate. Are they allowed to go to the high school reunion? Like the people who were forced to drop out uh, their senior year and not walk across stage. Are they allowed to go to the uh, high school reunion? Because there was like there was a few guys. There was a few people. In, in my high school, where, which is nuts to me. I don't know if you had this issue or you had these circumstances, but if you're in high school and it's your senior year and you're still in ninth grade English and you think you're going to graduate, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what goes through your brain. I don't, I don't understand it. Because I'm surprised, like, they didn't drop out before the senior year. Like, they were told, hey, you don't have enough credits to be able to walk across stage. You're not going to be able to graduate. And I wonder what their reaction was. Just like, what? (laughs) What? I'm not graduating? What do you mean I'm not graduating? You're still in ninth grade English. You're a senior still taking ninth grade English. And geometry. You're taking ninth grade classes as a senior. What makes you think that you were going to graduate to begin with? Okay? You're not graduating. Let's just put that, you know, get that in. And so it just, I just, I'm not going to go to my high school graduation, man. I just can't. It's just weird. Uh, If you do go to your high school graduations or reunions, if you go to your those, that's cool. I, I hope you have a great time. But it's just weird to me. It's just a, a weird thing. Weird, weird thing. So that's just something I was thinking about um, that just kind of popped in my brain. Because I'm like, man, I can't believe I've been out of high school for almost five years now. So I'm, I'm halfway to a high school reunion. I think I've been, I think I've thought about it a little bit too much. Not, not too much, too early. I thought about it a little too early. But... Just to kind of get it out there. It's kind of nice. Just to throw it out there and be like, yeah, I'm, I, there's just no way I'm going. Uh, and I don't, I don't like uh, these cars, man. The, the crappy cars that drive around all the time that make the loudest noises. Why is it always the loudest cars? No, why is it always the crappiest cars that make the loudest sounds? Why is it? I hear it all the time on the sidewalk. I'm rollerblading. You know, I stop for a second. I'm on the phone and you just hear this loud vehicle pass. And you have to pause because you can't talk over it. And then you look over and you're like, okay, I I hope it's a Camaro. I hope it's a Lamborghini. I hope it's a Mustang. I hope this is, I hope it's some awesome vehicle. It's, it's going to be something super dope, isn't it? And then you look over and it's some 07 Honda Civic with a cutoff muffler, lowered missing hubcap. It's got a wing on it. It's painted all different kinds of colors. 
It's got chrome door handles. And, and that's what I've noticed. Like, because I had an 07 Corolla. And out here in, in Phoenix, I see a bunch of people pipping out the crappiest cars ever. I've seen so many 07 Corollas painted blue rims. They got the blue racing stripe on the side. They got the little wing on the back. They got the neon headlights. They got the cutoff muffler to make, the, to make it sound really loud and everything. And you're like, what are you doing? Are you, what race meet are you going to? No one thinks you're cool. No one thinks, like, man, I want to be that guy. So, man, the 07 Corolla pimped out. Oh, I, I want to be that guy. No. You're interrupting my phone call. And what makes it worse is it's not a cool vehicle that flies past. If you fly past me and you're making a loud sound that interrupts my phone call, at least be something where I can sit and be like, you know what? That is a cool car. It deserves to make that noise. Not just some crap vehicle that you don't even know what it's what it's up to. Where where it's gonna be going. It's not even it's on its last leg. Okay, it's on its last leg. It's probably gonna break down at the next stoplight and you're gonna be pushing it into a gas station. With somebody else. Just you're gonna just pushing it in. You'll be like, oh thanks, man. I don't know. That's just some things that are on my mind. Some things that are on my mind. I will uh, let's move on in uh, into some motivation. Let's move on into some motivation uh, to to end this episode. Moving on in. I I have been doing better in my reading this week than I have in the past. Uh, it's still been that situation where like it'll start off really strong at the beginning of the week and then towards the end of the week it just kind of gets rough and and it was a little bit of that a little bit of a hiccup in the middle of the week but during that time I uh, I've been reading in Psalms uh, I just need some motivation I need some like pick me up scriptures and the book of Psalms is a perfect to go to I love going to Psalms. And so I was reading in Psalms chapter 2. And what really stuck out to me was... Um, let me grab my notes here. Well, first off, let me turn to Psalms chapter 2. And then let me pull out my little trusty note taking device and I just you know I I don't know how y'all read scripture I know how you break it down but for me I just go in and I do I mean I do the hear journals but here recently I just kind of just been taking the verses that really stick out to me and I just break them down more and so I what the Holy Spirit really spoke to me on this chapter 
So I'm trying to find. Um, here it is. To be with God is to be blessed, and to be without Him is eternal death waiting. And that that sums that verse. I'm going to read it again. That verse sums up what chapter two was about. To be with God is to be blessed, and to be without Him is eternal death waiting. And it just really spoke to me, man, because it just being out here in Phoenix and stuff and, you know, going through the roller coasters of emotions and, and situations is, is where like, oh, I feel really close to God at one moment. Then I feel really distant in God in another. And I feel really close to God in one moment. I feel really distant. And it's just a constant up and down thing. And it made me. It made me think of why is it why is it that I'm in this roller coaster? Why am I like that? Why is it one minute where I'm just on fire and then the next minute I'm just I don't want to read, I'm super sad, I'm, you know, I think a lot of aspects go into play with that, but I think the biggest thing is is what the Holy Spirit gave me at the very end. God just spoke to my soul at the very like I wrote down like my application and I uh, lean on the all-knowing and stop trying to be all-knowing. And I posted it on my story, that exact quote, lean on the all-knowing and stop trying to be all-knowing. And that, dude, I, I struggle with that so bad. I want to know what's going on. Hey, God, what's around the corner? Hey, God, what's next? Hey, what are you doing? Hey, man, what are you doing? Hey, what's up? Hey, can you let me know? I'm just like knocking on his door all the time. I'm like ringing his, like I'm just like calling his phone constantly. I'm like, hey, God, tell me what's the plan. What are we doing next? What are we doing next? Hey, 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 hey. And, and I'm trying to be all-knowing. And I'm not trying to, I'm not just being being with him and leaning on him, you know, because it's kind of, it, it's, it's like a parent. It's like a parent. You lean on a parent. You might not know exactly what they're doing or what they're up to or what the plan is sometimes with, with parenting and leaning on like your dad or leaning on your mom or whatever. You're like kind of questioning what they're doing, questioning how they're doing things. And they don't give you a straightforward answer. So you get irritated it's the same exact aspect. I'm like, I don't fully understand, God, what you're doing. Can you please explain it? And he's just going, shh, wait. Let me do me, Dawson. It's my will. You will see when it's time. Lean on the all-knowing. Don't try to be all-knowing. And that is something that really spoke to me this week is because I feel like that's been one of my biggest issues in Phoenix is I've been just trying to be all-knowing. Know everything. Pick up on everything. Oh, is that a sign from God? Oh, let me get, oh, let me get some of that. Oh, yeah, this opportunity, this opportunity. Oh, yeah, that's going to lead into this. This is going to lead into that. I'm going to meet these people. Boom, bang, boom. I know exactly what you're doing, God. I know exactly what you're doing. I have all these expectations. I have all these expectations. And in that, a lot of them get broken because I build these expectations up because I, I'm, I'm trying to be all-knowing in it. 
I'm trying to figure it out. Instead of going to God and leaning on Him for advice and stuff, I try to take it into my own hands and go, God, I know what you're doing. Don't worry. I know what you're doing. I, I get it. I, I see it. But I don't. I don't see it. And so, my, my thing to dish out to y'all, my, my word of advice, I guess, is not advice, but some motivation this week is, is don't try to know everything. You're not going to know everything. It's just like Job. It's like, hey, God, explain to me this. Whatever. And then God gives him this vision he still doesn't understand. It's the exact same thing. And I don't know if you struggle with that, but I struggle with that. I try to know everything. I try to little pick, little, little nitpick everything. Like, God, why you have me out in Phoenix? How long are you having me out in Phoenix? How long are you going to do this in my life? What's the next plan? What's the, oh, I see this. Oh, I see it. I don't see it. I don't know. I have to lean on him. And he will reveal to me when it's time. And then something I learned uh, at church, which was very motivating, is um, I'm going to read it exactly how I wrote it down in church. Following Jesus is like dehydration. You will go through trials, and when you are at your wit's end, God will restore you like a Kirkland Gatorade. So the pastor, his he was going, he had to he he went up a mountain, only brought one water. And, you know, he was coming down, he had a very, coming down the mountain, and he had no water, got very dehydrated. He asked some guy for some water, and then he had like a whole, turns out he had a whole cooler of Kirkland Gatorades, and Kirkland's a store, and he had all these Gatorades and stuff, but he got, you know, he got replenished. And so I wrote that down, because uh, I related to, I feel very dehydrated right now, spiritually. I feel like, man. How much more can I take? And I'm getting all these words from my friends like, hey, Dawson, move here. Hey, come on, Dawson, come on over to this state where we're at. Well, you got a place to stay. My mom's like, come on home, Dawson. It's like not a big deal. You can come on home for a little bit. It's no big deal. It's no worries. I got all these people, you know, kind of just, you know, talking to my ear because they know how tough it's been. But I do, I, that's not what I need is I need to be out here right now and God is going to show me what's next in due time but I need to lean on him for that strength you know to go from dehydration to rehydration of myself and you know take that next step and that's where I'm at right now. I just need to take that next step and just keep on rehydrating, rehydrating, rehydrating uh, in the word, in prayer, and, and stop being so inconsistent with that. Because what do I expect? When you don't read and you don't pray, how are you going to uh, expect to get rehydrated? No, you're just going to be walking around dehydrated, and no wonder you're going to let the little things get to you. No wonder you're not strengthened. No wonder you can't, you know, keep going. Because you're not going to the one that's giving you strength. 
You're not going to the one that's giving you strength. And that's what I have for you today. And that's what I have for y'all today. I want to thank y'all so much for uh, listening to this podcast episode. Uh, and, and I want to thank y'all for just, you know, supporting uh, me in any way that you can. You know, I, I say I say it all the time, but I really do mean it. I mean, thank y'all for subscribing to the Patreon. And I know I keep saying I'm going to get an episode on there, but I'm going to get an episode this week on there. Aiming for Tuesday. That's what I'm aiming for. And so that's I'm really pushing to go for that. Because I need to stay, you know, keep doing what I'm doing and not let life get to me. Because I know Satan's out there just trying to tear up stuff and bring it down. And I need to, I need to be doing what I stay committed to. And I, and I beat myself up sometimes and a little bit too much with that. But all of that to say is, is thank you all so much for supporting through liking, subscribing, commenting, sharing with your friends and family. Uh, this podcast and in in just this comedy in general, my comedy journey and 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 what I'm doing, and um, uh, one story that I want to share is is you don't know who you're going to impact either, and I know I don't know exactly the reasons why I'm here and and, and doing what I'm doing exactly yet, but uh, uh, you don't know. Let's just put it this way: you you don't know who you're going to impact by the actions of of what you do, and so just keep in mind of that whenever you're walking around, and you know your day to day, like people are watching. I know people are watching me, and seeing how I'm going at life, and seeing what's up, and uh, and, and and praise God that He, you know, gives me strength every day to be able to keep on pushing forward. Because without him, there's no way I'm gonna be. There's no way I would be able to do what I'm doing without him. There's no way. There's no way. And so once again, I just want to thank y'all so much for for listening to the podcast, episode seventy one. Uh, thank y'all so much, and um, I. Uh, this this is this is about the end, but I. I guess, um, hold on. I'm up. I just got a text message. That's why, do people keep blowing on my phone at the weirdest times? Anyways, thank y'all so much for listening to the episode. I was trying to waste just a few more seconds to be able to get to 58 minutes. I don't know. My OCD just kicked in. And so I was kind of just kind of just like piddling around to get to 58, but I finally got there. Thank y'all so much for listening to episode 71. I'll be seeing y'all next week.